0: You like me, but you ain't send me $40 million. Mm, Something ain't adding up here. Two plus two equal four. But this equation seems a bit off. But you like me? What about me? And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. And live from my
1: homeowner's closet, I'm Debbie. Let's
0: give it up for the new homeowner. (laughs) So I guess it's pointless for me to tell. So first of all, we are so glad to be back with you guys. We took a little vacay and now we're back fresh and fab. And so with um, which I was about to say with our downtime, but it wasn't downtime because we have real jobs. (laughs) That took up a lot of our time, but with our non-pod time, um, I guess, Doyen, like, you've had so much going on, so, like, tell us what's been going on with you and what you are drinking.
1: Mostly, I've been moving.
0: <laughs> That's
1: a lot. That was a lot. That's pretty much it. That was a lot. Um, Otherwise, of course, TV-wise, I decided to start watching the game again. So now I'm on the last episode. I the last two seasons were really hard to channel through because it was when they like just got rid of Darren and Melanie, and I was like, "Who are these people?" I was annoyed with Jason, but I will finish today. (laughs) That was not new, but I started rewatching it again after I finished watching Tia and Tamara, sister sister, and so you know how Hulu like auto suggests, so. Mm. Otherwise, I haven't been doing a lot. Just moving, trying to. Oh, and oddly enough, I've gotten really into like cleaning, and so I bought a shark mop last week. Yay! <laughs> and a lot of cleaning supplies. I think I spent like ninety dollars on everything total. And I was like, I guess it's when it's your own. It's like it it gotta look like something because it's mine. <laughs> Listen,
0: my steam mop is my best friend. I have my own carpet cleaner. I need to, I need to deep, even though the only place I have carpets are in the bedrooms, but still I need Mm -hmm. to deep clean. Like cleaning, I don't know. It's something about, I might not be able to get my life together, but I can get this house together. Like it's something about that, that just kind (laughs) of helps.
1: (laughs) The other day I looked at my bed. I was like, I should make this bed. And it wasn't even laundry. And I was like, that's weird. But I did it. I <laughs>
0: in your brain. <laughs> so how are you enjoying the place, or are you still it's getting good. over like moving and?
1: Oh, it's I still live in yeah, boxes. Yeah. Um, my boyfriend, I had this space steamer that I'd bought right before we moved, and could not find it. And my allergies have been bad for the past two days, so he bought me another. I'm like, you doing some husband shit right now? <laughs> <That's good. laughs>
0: <laughs> not that I not that I feel like I should give them free po- promo, but that Navaj, it's not just for sinuses. My allergy, I've been sneezing all over the place like crazy. It gets in there and it rinses those nasal cavities out. All the dust and dander and everything, pollen, I'm telling you really good for allergies.
1: Now he got that for himself, and I was like, "That's for you." I just, I feel like I'd be feel like I'm waterboarded, I, it, and I don't so want. You it.
0: Definitely feel like you're drowning. It takes a minute to get used to it, but that's what I love about it no. is that the Navaj does all the work. There's no human error. I just have to stand there, and not swallow. <laughs>
1: I think that's what he has spit, don't swallow. Um, but I just have, I like the steamer. Just melt my yeah. face, please. Yes.
0: <laughs> so, um, what are you drinking, know. or what else been going on with you?
1: Uh, this ties into what I was drinking. So, I live in this area that's like just really close to everything. I live between two targets. I'm blessed
0: and highly um,
1: favored, but also, <laughs> and highly favored. But um, across the street is a liquor store, and I'm like, I didn't ask. That wasn't on my list of things for a house but again i feel blessed so i went and grabbed the gin and talked to a lady and told her about the podcast and then i got home i text chris i was like i forgot tonic (laughs) water so then i had to go back (laughs) uh, at that time i was like hey see you later but hopefully not too (laughs) too soon (laughs) so um all that to say i am drinking a basil lemon gin and tonic Mm. the basil is picked from my garden Mm. Flex, flex, flex. (laughs) And it's it's just super refreshing. Um, Of course, the recipe was like shaking a cocktail shaker to bruise the basil. But you know how we are. Just get the bruising stick. It works a lot better. Do it with the lemon juice, I would say. And then just add the tonic and the gin. And it's delicious. Mm -hmm. Very refreshing. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) You know, I was going to have a gin ish based drink tonight. And then I remembered <laughs> I'm not supposed to drink drink when it's my week to produce. So this <laughs> this week I am drinking a um, fizzy hard seltzer. This is my first time I, it's not my first time with fizzy but it's my first time with the antioxidant vitamin C line. So I can have my alcohol and my vitamins. <laughs> oh, this is so buzzwordy.
1: <laughs> By the way, the lady was like, You want to try uh, Snoop Dogg's gin? Oh my like, god, no. it is so. Oh,
0: can I tell you? It was gross. <laughs> yes. It is gross. It is
1: gross. I was like, She said it tastes like cough syrup. She was like, Well, it was strong at least. I'm like, what Y'all, what?
0: <laughs> it is strawberry flavored and it tastes like Dinatap. Now, Doya says she do not remember Dinatap, but I remember Dinatap. And when I was little, I thought it was good. I used to drink it a lot. It's probably one of the early signs that I was going to have problems. But, <laughs> but it tastes like cold medicine. And I think
1: just this really hard to do like a flavored mm-hmm. gin and it not tastes like cold medicine.
0: Right. right. <laughs> um. Oh, well, before I move on, anything bringing you some special joy?
1: My shark mop. Mm.
0: <laughs> the first
1: floor is like hardwood and i got tired of looking at my feet <laughs> mm. and it being dirty so shock mom <laughs> oh.
0: It's nothing like fresh new cleaning utensils <laughs> <laughs> so um well i told you all what my drink is the oh it's the pineapple mango so it's the fizzy hard <laughs> seltzer, pineapple mango, and um, it's all right. Nothing beats when it comes to the seltzers. Nothing beats the Truly Rosé. Nothing. She's on her uh, own. I think I've had that like once. I
1: like the Topo Chico. I a think lot. you're
0: the one. I don't know if you've had. You're that. the one that put me on the Truly Rosé. Yeah. I love it. I haven't had the Topo Chico though.
1: I haven't seen it in stores. I had it at a party. Oh.
0: <laughs> so
1: I forgot that it existed because oh. I've never seen it.
0: Mm. So um, other than work, I have just been doing a lot of baking. Why? I don't know. So I have friends that cook a lot. All of my friends cook more than I do. All of you do. Um, and they send me recipes and one particular friend, Shonda, I'm talking about you, she has made it her mission to domesticate me. (laughs) So she keeps sending me all these recipes. So during our vacay, I have made homemade biscuits. I have made a uh, cast iron skillet uh, peach cobbler. I have made Mm -hmm. um, uh, blondies. I made those the other day, which divine okay and all send me the recipe I will and all I need for uh, that Blondie is to find that sauce from Applebee's you know that you know Applebee's doesn't sell the Blondie anymore Yeah, I mean that was that was literally <laughs> my only reason for giving in when my friends want to go to Applebee's I'd be like okay I can just always get a Blondie <laughs> and get drinks you know mm. they don't sell the Blondie anymore and it's because the company that makes the sauce stop making the sauce that's fair and i'm sure but you know (laughs) what i'm gonna put shonda on the mission i'm sure that she can find a dupe because she's good at that i'm gonna send it to you now so that i don't forget um yeah so i've just been baking and cooking and cooking and baking um and that's it and and for other people so i'm baking and cooking but i am not eating it all myself uh mostly taking it to granny cuz she loves it. Oh, I made her a nice banana nut bread. She loves banana nut bread. Um, <laughs> I also made and these are all so these recipes um you'll see doing they are specifically small batches. So it's for people who, you know, live alone or it's just you and one somebody else. So that's why I've been making so much. I also made her some coffee cake. She loves coffee cake. So D. um, Yeah, so that's all I've been doing. And I'll tell you what's been bringing me joy. Preparing for tonight's episode. Like, I really got excited. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just so happy to be back.
1: <laughs> I am so happy to be back, too. I missed you. It was weird. Because it'd be like a Monday. It day was was like weird. Hmm. <laughs> I'd see it on my calendar and be like, so am I doing that? So... Um, as an update, y'all, we just hit three years of podcasting. So, we love y'all. We love doing things, but we're going to shift to a season setup. So, this is
0: our first season,
1: but it's year three season. <laughs> I mean, leave it to us. So,
0: leave it to us to be year three season one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Seems fitting, you know. Um, speaking of things, so we also had to catch up on Did you watch... Um,
0: clickbait no i haven't everybody keeps telling me i need to i'm going to i promise you need to i'm going okay. to
1: there's another show that was coming out today that i think i want to live tweet but it's on right now probably or soon it is from the founders of writers of empire it's about a single mom and some stuff it seemed like fun what was the name <laughs> of see. it uh our kind of
0: people. Oh, okay, yeah, I saw that. I, I, I felt like I didn't want to watch it, but I love Yaya, um, so I want to see her, and so I'm probably gonna watch it.
1: Yeah, it seemed like a good like black family Twitter show to watch together.
0: <coughs> you know, so. I don't, I don't <laughs> like shows or books or anything that tries to <laughs> sneakily it, it, like take little jabs at black high society i.e black sorority greek life i don't know that that's what it's about Mm -hmm. that's just the vibe i got from watching the previews and so i was like oh i'm not watching that Mm -hmm. and i was like yeah i am because i love yaya yeah
1: pretty much all righty i think we can go ahead and move along to our current events first of all you ain't slick what did I do? You made me watch a video.
0: <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I wasn't trying to make you. I really, assu- I assumed you had, but I was like, just in case she hadn't. Because I didn't have an article. I just want to talk about the blessing that it yeah. is. Okay. She hadn't.
1: But where's are talking you hadn't about Chloe's it? Have Mercies. No. I, I knew, I assumed Chloe did something because people kept asking me, If I'd heard it, Chloe, and I'm like, yeah, I love Chloe and Hallie.
0: I cannot believe... Chloe did something by herself. I cannot believe... Well, I'm glad I attached it now. And I... Really, when I attached the video, I was like... Chloe is going to be like... Of course I've seen Holly. I mean, yeah, Chloe. And, yeah. I didn't. I don't know what I've been doing. My life. probably
1: moving. But um, I haven't. I knew... I think I saw people talk about Chloe, but I just never got into it. But then a lot of people will be like, have you heard of Chloe? And I'm like, of course I've heard of Chloe. You just heard of Chloe. Anyways, but this girl didn't grow up. I don't know how old she is, but she feels like my She's little She's 21,
0: I think, about to be 22. I think that's what I, what she just said in an interview. Yeah, I just feel like
1: like, I just walked you to kindergarten and now you're a whole grown woman.
0: (laughs) I watch that video at least three times every night before I go to bed. Twerking on a yoga mat. I'm like, this is the yoga that I aspire to. I (laughs) just, when the video dropped, somebody on Twitter said. Somebody on Twitter said, "Blue Ivy got 24 hours to respond," as Chloe is officially Beyoncé's first child, and I'm like, "Yes!" <laughs> it is just, oh, I can't. I don't even have the words for it. I don't even have the words for it's... it. I just watch it. I watch it from beginning to end, and there are very few like videos that I do that with. And then Miss Tina in the <laughs> rearview mirror. Yes. And she was like, she was saying she was so surprised Miss Tina w- agreed to come be in the video. I'm like, girl, you know, you know that family love you. <laughs> and aside from just the video, yeah. so we we don't have VMAs down to talk about, um, largely because I didn't watch it. And it was also a couple of weeks ago. But I did watch her performance. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: I understand why. Uh, certain fans do not like when their person is compared to Beyonce because it sort of sets them up and it is kind of a trap. I get it. But mm-hmm. the influence, it is there. Mm-hmm. It is there. Oh,
1: there was a, a scene and I was like, is that the scene where they had that tea party and uh, Brown Skin Girl? <laughs> it was like a garden, garden scene. Yeah. <laughs> Have I become that level of
0: high? I don't even know because I don't pay attention. But I was like, that looks Well, I, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna say it wrong, so I'm not gonna say it at all. Uh, it was just, I mean, three times a night at least before I go to sleep. Her VMA's performance was awesome. <gasps> Did you see Norman? I don't know how to say that name. Normany? Normani.
1: I didn't watch any of the VMAs. I
0: I only look. I only went back and looked at some of the performances and. She had her woo-ha all in Tiana Taylor face, and I was like, "Yes, girl, do it, please <laughs> do it. <laughs> it was amazing,
1: and hey, let me watch
0: <laughs> the blacks showed up and showed out as usual. <laughs> That's all. I just wanted to give Chloe a little love,
1: yeah, all the love mm-hmm. It's uh Chloe Stan podcast, but also Hallie, I love Chloe and Hallie. I love their album last year. yes, anyways, so. The Emmys happened yeah. Um, and it really is sad. The only one I really cared about was Ted Lasso.
0: <laughs> I don't watch that, I but I guess Lasso I Lasso so because everybody was talking about yes. it. Yes. It is so good. It's so good that one of my
1: friends was like, It's weird that they had a um August Christmas episode, but I still love it. <laughs> like <laughs> So, um overall, uh that is just a really great show and that's really all I cared about in here. But we did have some great ones for black people. Um, one of the- Uh the girl from This May Destroy You, didn't she win? Michaela. Solis? Michaela
0: Cole. Or- hmm uh, um, M-
1: <laughs> Michaela.
0: Um Michaela. <laughs> she is amazing. Her speech was amazing. I'm so glad mm-hmm. she got the recognition she deserved. Because the Golden Globes did not, Um, Mm -hmm. and it's no shade to I I forgot the name of the show that beat her out for Golden Globes. It's no shade to that show because I didn't watch that show, so I don't know. It really could have been better, Mm -hmm. but I'm so glad she got this Writer's um, Award. And if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, she's the first black, I think she's the first black person period to get. The Writers' Award for Drama, but definitely the first Black woman. Mm -hmm. Um, The Crown won a lot too, but I feel like The Crown's
1: been out there for a while. Like, why is it? Listen, it is
0: an amazing (laughs) show. Okay, it's an amazing show. I love The Crown, and there was some really good commentary out there about shows like The Crown winning. And even though I love The Crown, I agreed with what they said. Y'all, Google it, check it out. Um. Debbie Allen won the the big award of the night. Of course, she mm-hmm. deserved, as she always does. Um, one thing, so I didn't watch the awards. <laughs> as yes. usual, I go back and just watch a little clips or whatever. But I did not realize that th- that that's about it for Black people to win. There were so many Black nominees that I was, at, because one category was like all Black, surprisingly, or almost all Black. Mm-hmm. So many Black nominees and so very few winners. And so, here we go. Um, Courtney Vance off of Lovecraft
1: Country. Yes. One, and then Maya Rudolph won. Yes. And Dave Chappelle won. Yes. yes. <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty much it. But who is the place? And I'm like, how many times is Hamilton going to win? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I feel like. I was also happy for Mayor of Easttown. Now, let me tell you all something. HBO gonna give you some good quality television, okay? I don't even mm-hmm. like like Who Done It. I don't even like that. Mayor of Easttown is so good, and Kate Winslet come on that scene with her hard walking self, like she was walking on a mission. Okay, it was weird to me that um, Evan Peters won for his role in uh, Mayor of Easttown, but he's never. I don't think he's. I don't think he's ever won for. Anything that he's done for Ryan Murphy, like he's one of those that Ryan Murphy uses again and again and again. I don't think he's mm-hmm. ever won anything for them, but um, still happy for him because so, I like him.
1: We're gonna teach you how to pitch TV shows to me. I love Who Done It. If you would have said watch that because it's a Who Done It, I would have fucking watched it. <laughs> I still have not watched it. Well, uh I mean, okay, <laughs> you can go back and
0: watch it. <laughs>
1: I mean, I will, but I just feel like I'm behind for no reason. A child, I, every,
0: I I don't even I don't even know that I knew the sh- the name of the show, the uh, Fred Lasso, whatever his name is, Ted Ted Ted, Lasso. Ted,
1: but um, it's just cute. It's just good old cuteness.
0: He's just a happy guy. I like it. I really was disappointed that uh, Jonathan Majors didn't win for Lovecraft Country. Um, because I love him, and mm-hmm. I'm willing to give him a baby. Just want to put that out there um every day and twice on twice Sunday. on Sunday. <laughs> 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 but again, the crown racked up pretty much all the shows I love racked up um so yeah it i I don't have any qualms with any you know how sometimes there's a winner and you're like, what?' Yeah, I didn't have mm-hmm. that moment when I, you know, looked over the list. Um, everything was deserved, except for it's so weird. This, uh, does anybody ever win the competition uh, department other than RuPaul? Like, does, is, does RuPaul win? I mean, Your nobody. Buddy. Stop nobody. entering. Just stop entering, because RuPaul gonna win. <laughs> so, as uh a,
1: as a young folks would say, the dumb side, understood the assignment. <laughs> when I saw the picture of Angela Bassett in her wax figure, I was like, which one is Angela Bassett? Yep, yep, yep. I was like, I don't even know. <laughs> I did the same thing. I still, thing. like, my friend told me, and I still, like, I don't believe that's the real one.
0: <laughs> Let me tell you how silly I am. You know when they show the picture... And they've got, like, mm-hmm. three little pictures there, and Angela herself is changing poses in some of those pictures. Mm-hmm. My silly ass goes say, oh, they even got the wax figure to change poses. <laughs> 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 it's just so great to see because we've all seen those wax figures. Y'all mm-hmm. know that be Beyonce I was just. Is not <laughs> <that great. laughs> now, though, she does have a Beyonce one that's really good, but of course, you know they're different. Okay. Um, Madame Tussards all over the world, and so apparently she ain't using the same person to make all of her figures. But there's mm-hmm. one Beyonce that actually is really good. But we all know that Beyonce.
1: <laughs> the picture actually popped up in my like photo memories. Um the one in Vegas and I was like oh it's me <laughs> and who's supposed to be
0: Beyonce <laughs> I was just so happy to see she did sis Angela right she did oh it right it looks, she, oh. it looks good She, it looks good queen um
1: so um speaking of Beyonce this yacht party was everything everything i think her birthday was the fourth i'm pretty sure they spent at least a good two weeks i on mean she's still celebrating you have that it's her 40th okay like, and then <laughs> you know there's people who like hate billionaires and they're like beyonce uh 400 million dollar yacht and i'm like yeah. listen, <laughs> get some money <laughs> listen, let me tell you
0: something i am very much so eat the fucking rich okay But I'm gonna eat Beyonce last. She gonna be last. She gonna be last. I I I just I love her. Um, gosh, she looks so good. Like I just wanted her to hug me. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And then there's that thing of like, this I think South African personality was making fun of Kelly Rowland, and she had a swimsuit, and Kelly Rowland bought that same damn swimsuit. And was taking pictures on Beyonce's yacht and just
0: killed her.
1: Like, I was like, somebody was like, I would like to report a murder.
0: I saw that, and I was like, I'm going to choose to believe that it wasn't on purpose. Although, it probably was on purpose. And don't get me wrong, that is my kind of get back. But I hope that, Kelly, I hope it really wasn't. Because, I mean, come on. I hope it really wasn't on purpose. I I wondered. That it was... A murderous
1: episode of Who Wore It Best, at
0: least. <laughs> like I'm, I'm hoping that she's not that, whatever about it. <laughs> I hope don't, I don't be that petty. But anyways,
1: um, so Aquafina, she was in Shang Chi, and she was talking about how she refuses to use Asian accents and how it's bad to use accents. And of course, everybody came for her because she's been. When she was rising up, she used to use an awful black okay. scent. <laughs> Even I think in um, what do you call it, uh, crazy rich oh. Asians? She was using that dumbass black scent. and so um, somebody asked her about it, and hold on, I may have to sneeze soon, not yet, but she was like, "I refuse to do accents. I'm not okay with someone writing the Asian experience for an Asian character." I made it very clear I don't ever do out go out for auditions where I feel like I'm making menstrual out of our people. And menstrual is a really interesting Very way to use. interesting
0: that that's the word <laughs> she uses. <laughs> yeah,
1: especially being there. And so somebody did interview her about it and she's like, "Well, so you we should have a conversation." She's like, there's a lot of nuances. It's multifaceted.
0: My girl. <laughs> How? I really think that, which which just shows you poor poor judgment on her part. I really think that question caught her off guard. And um mm-hmm. she needs to have her publicist or whoever work on a proper response. Because honestly, mm-hmm. A simple, I didn't know any better, I've learned better, I'm sorry, would have been far better than that little, uh, 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 uh that yeah, she, what she said. said. Um, So I went to see Shang-Chi. I'm trying to say it like they said in the movie. I was, I was like, I'm here to see Shang-Chi. <laughs> anyway, I went to the movie to see it. Um, I actually went to the theater. I am upset that I did that. But anyway... It was really good. I enjoyed it, and I actually wouldn't mind seeing mm-hmm. it again. But I'm gonna wait till it's you know, on my TV screen.
1: Available on Disney Plus. Available for
0: free on Disney Plus. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I get it. So one thing that I was t- t- saying, oh, I cannot talk, y'all. Ugh. One thing I was saying to my friends was like, oh, I can't believe I'm gonna have to tolerate two and a h- two hours of you know Aquafina. And to my surprise, it wasn't that bad. And I was telling people, like, you know, I really, it wasn't bad at all. And then, like, a lot of people were like, well, you don't like Aquafina," but I was like, no, she uses a black sand. And (sighs) you know what? Never mind. I don't want to go into it. All I'm going to say is I'm glad that she got called out about it, and maybe now Mm -hmm. she will do some reflecting Yeah, I hated her character on. You know, I hated
1: Crazy Rich Asians movie, anyways, because everything was wrong. But I really hated her character. Except for the time when she showed up and she had a whole outfit in her trunk. That made me happy. You know what?
0: (laughs) I, I didn't mind her character in Crazy Rich Asians because she used to be so much worse. And, like, in Crazy Mm -hmm. Rich Asians, she really only has, like, a couple of moments where she does that. But, like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God. I mean, she used to be, oh, my God, it would make my ears bleed. She would be so much worse. And I just want her to, like, acknowledge that and acknowledge that she's, even though we know that the reason you dropped it is because you're more successful now and so you feel like you don't need it. But at the very least, you can lie to me and say you learn better. Yeah. <laughs> uh lot to me good. Right. But I
1: always pictured like a um like a Asian Blair Waldorf <laughs> when I thought of that character. So for it to be her was disappointing for the jump. But anyways. <laughs> Which by the way, I watched I think it was a DC movie where her and her husband met. And I was like, Well, at least I got a relationship out of it. <laughs> green Lantern? Oh, well who? Gre- green Um, her and her husband. Her is husband her? is um Lake Lively okay. and her husband is uh Deadpool.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: I forgot okay. his name. Yeah. I was like, At least I got a relationship out of it. The movie wasn't good, but at least I got a relationship out of it. They're married, they have kids. It's awesome. Um uh, of course, one of our favorite occasions on the podcast is when, and I think on Twitter in general, is when we, in mismatched mismatch clothes, get to sit on a couch and judge people for their best. Yes, fashion yes, fashion. yes, yes. And of course, that is the Met Gala red yes. carpet. Um, Of course, I love Billie Eilish's dress. Like, I'll, where can I buy that? <laughs> when is she in going to make me a version of that? <laughs>
0: Um, you know that um, she made a deal with them to wear the dress with Oscar De La Renta. It's the Oscar De La Renta gown. They wanted her to wear mm-hmm. the gown and she was like, how about y'all stop making real furs? And they were like, we will if mm-hmm. you wear the gown. Yeah. Cool. So like, come on. The kids the are, are alright. Right. The kids are alright. <laughs> uh,
1: so the episode, or this Theme this year was in America, and
0: uh, in their, I didn't understand the assignment.
1: And <laughs> their uh, defense, America means so many things to so many people, and maybe that's why it just looked. I
0: like, just didn't know, I know if like it was supposed to be because some people just simply wore a, an American designer, okay. But then some people, you could tell that they distinctly wore fashions from different eras. And I liked that. I mean, I liked all of it, but yeah, I didn't understand the assignment.
1: Um, ALCs Tax the Rich dress was everything. I mean, because that is American. Yes. Amanda Gorman, she wore blue, and I'm happy for her. Um, We still don't really know what Dan Levy or Naomi Osaka were no, doing. No, I
0: love what <laughs> I again. I love what Naomi did. It's it's just like with the Olympics. You know how I tell y'all I love how Americans go to the Olympics and then play for their home country. She wa- yeah, she wore something what... representative of her culture and that is American because <laughs> you know your... melting pot didn't that what they taught us in school so like she did that uh Saweetie did weedy did that a couple of other people did that so I love mm-hmm. when people say nope you know what I am American and this is my culture and it's just as much a part of this as apple pie
1: yeah there's very few of us that are natively American. <laughs> like, we all come from some other culture. Got that right. Uh, Frank Ocean brought his little robotic baby. <laughs> oh, and I loved, like, uh, Kiki Palmer. Let me tell you everybody. something. that was Kiki so cute.
0: Palmer understood the assignment. Like, it was yeah. very black nouveau riche glamour. Like, very much so. Very, very much so. 70s, Diana Ross, Solid Gold. <laughs> did you ever watch? No, you were too young. Did you watch Solid Gold? I was gonna say mm-hmm. you were too young because I was too young when it, to really fully remember it when it used to come on. But yeah, that very, very, yes, she did it. Kiki did it.
1: I feel like if I had the budget, I would just like Iman to like s- Starbucks. <laughs> I mean, and Target. Oh my God.
0: I mean, like, my my mouth just dropped. I just. And the one that I like
1: second after her was Nas X. And <laughs> everything let, me let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell
0: you something. Billy Porter walked so little Nas X could run. I was like, where is Billy Porter? Where is he? He knows we need him. He's on the yacht. That's right. (laughs) He knows we need him. Where is he? And then Lil' Nas X was like, I may not have all the juice, but I'ma bring it and I'm going to fill that void. And it was perfect. It was perfect. (laughs)
1: Simone Biles, I can never get over how little she is.
0: I know, right? <laughs> and they were talking about how much She's her dress like, weighed. I'm like, girl, you don't weigh 80 pounds.
1: <laughs> I also like Selena's cape. <laughs> that made me happy. And then um things that I questioned. Um, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Did you know that
0: they said she wore makeup under that? for
1: why
0: <laughs> I apparently want to wear makeup under a mask and she okay asked, my face is already <laughs> mad at me because I've started back wearing makeup to work and I've been having to wear a mask a lot and my face is already mad at me about that why did she why?
1: I wouldn't yeah, and I'm I not gonna been.
0: lie it, it was a moment I mean I don't like her oh
1: I love the memes
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't like her um but i mean you know what i would have liked it better had this not been something she's been doing you know recently like for a while now she's been showing up to stuff with stuff like I, if if it had been brand new i think i would have liked it even more but
1: yeah You know I don't keep up with what she does. I don't keep up with what she does either because I don't
0: like her. But um, she always ends up on my timeline somehow. People are always posting (laughs) pictures of her because I don't follow any of them. Um, But she's just been... I think I assume it was to one of the many listening parties that Kanye had. uh, And she had the kids (laughs) with her.
1: That we tried our best to ignore.
0: (laughs) I tried my best. (laughs) <laughs> I was shaking my fist at the gods. I have blocked this. I have muted this man's name. Why am I kidding this? All the time?
1: <laughs> I was... I didn't know about her other stuff, but I thought maybe it was about... Because, you know, she's big about, like, social justice. So maybe she's talking that's about it. the ills of America. Maybe that's it. I, I don't know. I
0: don't know. But, um, I mean...
1: But I know that bitch was hot. She had to, <laughs> she had to be. Um, and then she put on makeup. That's
0: what was really astounding me today. Like she put, put on makeup. makeup. Too. <laughs> uh, one of the one of the <laughs> moments that I was like, okay, well, I guess girl was Sierra. But then mm-hmm. someone on Twitter uh, posted the reference pictures and uh, tagged the designer so this really was a thing like they really there really mm-hmm. was an error like not the jersey dresses like we used to wear I never wore them but the jersey dresses that we used to wear but these were real jersey gowns that that was actually a thing so I was like okay alright come through then girl and wore her husband's super Bowl ring I ain't mad mm-hmm. I'm a little jealous but I ain't mad <laughs> <laughs>
1: girl it was so funny she was in the game when uh her and lauren london had both slept with uh the guy that was Issa Rae's ex-boyfriend current boyfriend on uh, insecure jay ellis oh. <laughs> and i was like oh I'll see her I had a little bit of work it was so okay. cute anyways like i said I don't know why I'm watching the game. but okay. So we're going to move on to our very best friend, Florida man. He was Tay's first parking during rainy traffic stop to which I say justice for Florida man. Oh. <laughs> um, so apparently Orange County police does not look, the law does not look too kindly on Dane's move. And he found that the hard way this week. So, in a video that was captured by a passing motorist, uh, this guy rubs himself on the outside of his SUV while thrusting his hips at a police officer. <laughs> the 57-year-old proceeds to get down and twerk before dancing into traffic lanes. Uh, at one point, he did remove a knife from his waistband, which is probably why he got tased. But, <laughs> you know, the media, they always make it clickbaity. Uh He's like, "What are you scared of? I got knives. You got a gun. And then they lit his ass up like a firework.
0: Um, so before I comment on him, I'm going to say, how dare you move on without mentioning Rihanna because she's the Met Gala queen. Um, she looked okay. I mean, it wasn't her biggest thing. Everybody on my time... <laughs>
1: See, that's why I didn't mention her.
0: <laughs> well, she still looked good. She did it. I mean, I'm not going... to Most of the timeline thought she was pregnant. I don't know. I mean, I hope not just because I don't like him, but anywho, you yeah. know.
1: I, cause I saw it and I saw him in a blanket and I didn't want to talk about him. So I forgot <laughs> to mention Rihanna. And I'm while, sorry. and <laughs> while I don't like
0: him, I mean, that, that quilt is quintessential black American. Like <laughs> we had, I mean, I mean, mm, those quilts mean something. And so, I don't know. It took me off a little bit. Because he maybe, I don't know, maybe he's learning from Rihanna, maybe he's being a better black, I don't know, anywho that was them, um Florida, man, all I can say is, I was just glad to see he wasn't black because <laughs> I was like, Lord, but you know what, As soon as I read that he had knives and somehow. He was able to walk Didn't away I, unscathed. He knew he I wasn't. knew, so yeah, it, it was weird. He yeah. wasn't just twerking. When you were little, that like you and your cousins or your sisters or whatever, did y'all like used to go outside and like perform music videos? No. Oh, <laughs> sorry.
1: So one time, my brother, we were like, it was when like the five of us are in the house, so we're like, we're gonna do a music video inside the house and so we put like baby powder instead of in front of a fan and <gasps> turn the lights off so it was like
0: I know your mama <laughs> too <the light> y'all <laughs> uh... to
1: emergency oh my <laughs> but it was a smart idea we called ourselves an added B5
0: oh god no <laughs> we would go outside and recreate music videos and we were really big on doing them like at a pool like we would go to the pool and like recreate music. Anyway, that's what it looked like he was doing. Like, he was, he was out <laughs> in the rain. I mean, and it was pouring down rain. And it's like, he was recreating music videos. And let me tell y'all something. He wasn't twerking. <laughs> he definitely attempted to do what he saw to be twerking, but, mm mm-hmm.
1: it, it was good. like he was
0: doing a music video. Like, I almost started singing. I don't, like, can you stand the rain or something? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that's Florida man for you. Yeah, that's
1: what I mean. <laughs> So, we're going to move along to our
0: someone something. Are we going to take a break? Oh, yeah. Damn it, y'all. I just... <laughs>
1: all right. It's all right.
0: <laughs> it's all right. Okay. We're going to take a break real,
1: real quick. <laughs> and we'll be right okay. back.
0: All right, we are back, and it's time for our Someone Something.
1: Someone Something.
0: And so, you know, we had to come back with Season 1 and bring you Beyoncé. Well, actually, <laughs> Beyoncé is not our Someone Something, but uh, the topic is a little bit about her. I'm going to keep this short, sweet, to the point. We have all heard that saying, you got the same 24 hours in a day as Beyonce. And you know, it's like I always see those memes at the worst time. Like at a time when I'm finally giving myself a break. I'm finally like, you know, lightening up on myself. And then I see that. And of course, all you can think is, well, now I need to get back to work. And really, it's just a vicious cycle of constantly being reminded that if you want to be as successful as Queen B, you have to compare and align your journey with hers right wrong wrong (laughs) as the the article says wrong af actually in fact beyonce wants you to know that she can't do it all by herself and she's basically been saying this all along um they talk about this clip where she's getting her hair done and the interviewer is like well now i guess you realize you know all you need is you and beyonce's like no I, I I do not, <laughs> because I cannot do it alone. So, um, and you know what? Let's all take a deep breath because we needed that. We needed Beyonce to step in and say, no, that's actually ridiculous. So I'm going to quickly play a clip uh, from um, Shan uh, Booty. She's a sex and intimate expert. And she just had this, this is an old clip of hers on Instagram.
1: You don't have the same 24 hours as Beyonce. I, You've probably seen that meme, I see that meme, and every time that I do, I have an argument with that person in my head about it
0: because Beyonce is not just Beyonce. When a Beyonce 24 hours is... The people who run Ivy Park, the people who run her production, the people who are negotiating with Netflix to get her special aired on there, the people who are designing her costumes. So in that 24 hours, there might be 200 plus people who did
1: the Beyonce. When you have 24 hours, it's just you probably. Number four, you don't have the time and you don't have the money, nor do you have the likely success of Beyonce. So for example, with Beyonce homecoming, everyone's like, Beyonce spent eight months working towards a goal. When's the last time that you did that? Well, when's the last time that you knew for certain something would be big enough in order for you to put aside everything else? to devote yourself to that.
0: Um yeah, so that's really all I wanted to say for our and it's of course the little article will be linked um in the show notes. You can feel free to read it and watch the other clips that it contains, but I was feeling particularly anxiousy this day and I was like, you know what? I do not have the same 24 hours as Beyoncé. And um if you haven't figured it out by now, we here at Poor Life Decision and Beyoncé would like for you to be gentle with yourself and take it easy. Anything you want to add, Doyen?
1: Definitely. Yeah, a few things. So,
0: celebrities, I
1: used to get real jealous because their bodies look great. I'm like, part of their brand is Mm -hmm. to look great. Literally their job. While I have to spend time in a powerpoint for three hours they can be in a gym for three hours exactly. <laughs> and so it's okay comparison is the enemy of uh, just our wellness um comparison does not take in account all of the nuances and you know just little things going on it's not scientifically sound and so you know like you said we got to be gentle with ourselves um i say st- i still will say that you know i am still somewhat motivated not i don't look at it as a like oh i am beyonce because i wasted my 24 hours but it inspires me that I'm like okay if i can spend 15 minutes on my beyonce flow i'm doing good yeah. that day. so <laughs> that's how <all> we're
0: doing <laughs> all right so now we're gonna move on to this week's poor life decision Poor life decision. And this week we're gonna talk about something that is near and dear to all of our hearts.
1: <laughs> Sword in my flesh.
0: Oh. <laughs> we're gonna talk about the topic of making sure your parents know that you grown. I can't I keep singing that um, song, the theme song from Grownish in my head. <laughs> Because uh, my favorite part is that is when they yell out, I'm grown. Because <laughs> that's what you... My, fa- my whole family treats me like I'm a baby still. So, like, yeah. L- l- let's talk about that. Yeah,
1: last year, because of the pandemic, that was the first time I didn't spend holidays with my parents. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just because it was a pandemic. Yes, my goodness.
0: <laughs> um, So, you would think that with a topic like this... We really be talking about people who are still in college, but no. Unfortunately, we all know individuals, uh, some who are even in their 30s and 40s, who are still out here letting their parents run their lives. Um, my hand, well, you know what? Uh, my hand ain't up. <laughs> <laughs> if their parents don't approve of a decision, they change their mind. If their parents get mad at them, They do whatever they can to appease them. Oh, and if they do try to speak up for themselves, they immediately let their parents subdue, and by subdue we mean manipulate and bully, them into thinking that they are somehow being disrespectful. There's that word. It's common in black culture to believe that our elders, especially our parents, deserve a certain amount of respect no matter how grown we get. And, you know, I don't push back on that. Not at all. Um, But if you're out here still letting your parents have a greater say in how you live your life than you do, that isn't healthy. It's hindering your progress and to a certain extent, it's keeping you in a child's status in their minds. Healthy parents celebrate their adult child's independence. Your parents shouldn't still be parenting you and here's how to make sure they finally stop doing just that. All right. I'm so stopped up. I'm sorry, y'all. I know I sound like Fran. Fran Dresch. Oh, <sighs> these allergies. Like it's it's supposed to be seasonal
1: allergies, but it's been here this whole year. So where's nobody told me it was going to be every
0: season. <laughs> Jeez, okay, so s- step number one: cut the financial strings. Um, so the author talks about green leaf. And uh, it was so funny because I knew exactly the scene she was talking about. Um, y'all know we live we uh, would live tweet Greenleaf, so that's a show that you know we all love. And in that last season, remember Zora was wanting to be all grown, and you know she was like, "Well, she gonna move to New York." You know she had applied to those schools and everything. And when her parents gave her some pushback about it, the first thing she wanted to all of was, "Well, I'm 18 now, and I'm grown." And of course, they were like, oh, okay. And then, but in her next breath, she's wanting them to pay for her apartment, uh, you know, give her the money to get there, give her a monthly stipend. It's like, uh uh. Uh uh. That is a teenage mentality. And unfortunately, a lot of people, some even twice the age of Zora, have it that way too. While many folks are technically adults when it comes to their age, their parents are still paying rent, co-signing loans, and or lending them money. And if the adult child is still living with their parents, a lot of times they're not even paying household bills. Yet when the parents say or do things that makes the adult child feel like the parent still sees them as 15 years old, they get offended. It's a classic case of wanting the benefits of adulthood without the responsibilities and that is straight up childish um i can fully tell you that i never wanted to be grown like i see all the time on twitter people are like that was the dumbest thing wanting to be grown was the dumbest thing i ever did i never wanted to be grown i wanted to be 16 for the rest of my life that way i was old enough to date I had my license and I had a job and I was all I wanted out of life. And I still lived at home. So I wanted all the perks, but none of the responsibilities. <laughs> I never wanted to be an adult. Um, the, the article also wants to point out, though, because we're talking about parents financially taking care of their children. But now there are some times when that's OK, um, like them offering you seasonal support, like during the time of a pandemic. That's one thing. But be real with yourself. If you're still hanging on to your mom or dad's financial strings, they're never going to see you as the so-called adult that you want to be until you cut those strings. To tell you the truth they are going to have a hard time completely respecting you as being your own person i i don't think i set out to be grown i wanted to be self-sufficient so
1: nobody could tell me shit <laughs> i met, i took on bills but even before i had to take on bills a eg my cell phone yes. um and i was still in grad school but i really didn't have to take on that bill but, oh, <laughs> but i just wanted to be self-sufficient because my dad wasn't paying for my internet and I wanted data.
0: <laughs> I definitely took on bills before I had to. I I got a cell phone and started paying my own cell. But now I started paying my own cell phone bill when I was in high school. But everybody didn't have a cell phone back then. So I got my cell phone. I got my first cell phone in 97, 98. And um, I was like, I was in the 10th grade. I was in the 10th grade. And I was like, okay, everybody still had beepers. Everybody still had beepers and pages, but I had a cell phone, so I thought I was hot shit. Now, of course, it was in my mama's name because I was underage. She added me to her plan, but I had to pay my part. And even with going Mm -hmm. to school, um, you know, I had to move into an apartment and not just any apartment. I had to move by myself. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I think back now and stuff like that was so dumb. Um, when I, there's so many ways that I could have put off being grown, but you know, like you said, I, I don't want nobody telling me what to do. (laughs) Um, so the next tip, break the psychological stronghold that your parents have over you. And the author speaks of a particular, uh, moment with her parents, um, she says, I remember when one of my parents did something that I clearly said I didn't want them to do. They first disrespected my boundaries by doing it anyway. Then they tried to intimidate me so that I wouldn't bring to their attention that they violated me. Any boundary that is consciously broken is a violation. When I told them that I wasn't feel fearful or a child anymore, it was amazing how their face had shock on it, but nothing else happened. Well, nothing other than me realizing that speaking up for myself and being expected to be treated as an adult wasn't disrespectful. It was accurate and justified. Um, And, you know, the reality is, what they going to do? What they going to do? Be Mm -hmm. mad? Try to pull a perpetual guilt trip. Yes, that is exactly what my mom would try to do. <laughs> not speak to yes. you for a while. <laughs> yes, that is exactly what my mom would try to do. <laughs> okay, but are any of those things so severe that you should make choices that will alter the quality of your life in order to keep them happy? No, it is not. Um, especially at the expense of your own happiness. And again, I can answer that for you. No, it is not. Yes, I love that. Remember, uh, so next, we want you to remember that setting boundaries isn't disrespectful. So the author of the article talks about the author, Brené Brown, once said, Daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves, even when we risk disappointing others. That said, it's pretty much in a child's DNA to want to please their parents. When they don't, it can almost break their heart. If you feel that way for 18 years of your life, it can be hard to get out of that mindset once you're an adult. All boundaries are are limits. Boundaries are about letting your parents know that you will and won't, what you, know, what you will and won't encourage them to do when it comes to you and how you choose to live your life. If the thought of setting boundaries is already freaking you out, you are the main one who needs to be establishing some boundaries. (laughs) One thing about the parent-child relationship is, as both parties grow, the expectations shift. While there is a type of respect that you should have for your parent for birthing you and taking care of you up until you became an adult, that doesn't make you obligated to let them run your life for the rest of your life. Now that you are indeed grown, They need to show you that they recognize that fact. And part of how they are able to do that is by respecting your boundaries. Amen and amen. Amen. (laughs) And it's not always easy, but boundaries are important. Also, remember that you've got to live with your choices and not them. Mm. I was making that point to a cousin of mine who was upset about choices that her son is making. He grown now, and he had to live with that, not you. Mm -hmm. Something that is very ironic about parents who try and treat their adult sons and daughters as if they are still kids is oftentimes they bully their children into making choices that make them feel good, but they don't actually have to live with that choice, and that is selfish as hell. Based on how you perceive your parents, or if you've mistaken fear for respect, it can be difficult to tell them no to what they think is right or best for you. But you've got to always remember that you've got to live your life with your decisions at the end of the day. So no matter how much in your ear or in your head they might be about something, never forget that you will be the most affected by what you choose and not them. Um... I am, I, you know what, I am very thankful that there are places where I've had to set boundaries with my parents, but none of my parents have ever really tried to tell me how to live my life, per se. Like, major decisions. They, I'm I'm pretty thankful for that. Yeah, same. My, my dad was an engineering professor,
1: so I struggled and struggled in engineering, because I suck at math. Um, <laughs> and because I thought that was what he wanted for me. So then I moved to marketing. And my grades are great. And my dad was so happy for me, especially yeah. when I finished grad school. He was so happy for me. He knew that I wasn't making any money. He would slide money with my account sometimes because he knew. But he was happy that I was doing what I wanted right. to do. And that meant so much to me. So I created expectations that he didn't even create for me. But yes. <laughs> I had
0: a family full of engineers, so I thought that was what I was supposed to yes. do. Yes, <laughs> a, a lot of us do that. Yes. Um so okay, you've set your boundaries. Now here comes the tough part. Don't be afraid to establish consequences for violated boundaries. Until we die we are growing, right? Right. Okay, so you remember how you learned a lot of things as a kid, right? You were given rules and when you broke them, there were consequences based on either how severe or Or consistently implemented the consequences were that's how you started making different choices listen just because your parents happen to be older than you that doesn't make them perfect or exempt from needing to learn more things in life since they used to be the one who gave out consequences and there wasn't much you could do about it it might not ever cross your mind that now you can hand out a few consequences of your own but you can you know, if, if your parents are constantly telling your personal business to your family, to their friends, after you've asked them repeatedly not to, a consequence can be to tell them less. Um, and a very controlling parent will try and convince you that you have no right to give them consequences for disrespecting you, but that couldn't be further from the truth. Um, it is so funny because... My mom's not that bad, but Granny will tell everything. But she but she she is selective in who she tells. I'll say that. But if I tell granny, I know my Aunt Jean no too. <laughs> I mean, it's a given. <laughs> but you you have to be willing to um enforce those consequences or else the boundary's pointless and it will keep getting crossed. And I love how
1: she say He needed consequences to learn. And sometimes parents of adult children do as well.
0: That's right. You know, um, from a behavioral standpoint, that's what consequences are for. Consequences are not for punishment. They are to teach you. So, yeah, sometimes you have to set them them up. Mm -hmm. Last but not least, give your parents some mercy and some grace. Because you know what? Bad habits die hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. When the Bible tells us that love is patient, it is not specific about what type of love or relationship patience applies to. Let me tell you, it applies to all of them. Sweet Jesus.
1: Okay. It says love is patient. It doesn't say Dorian is patient. I just want y'all to know.
0: <laughs> See, Dorian <Dwayne> always got... <laughs> oh.
1: We're working on it, but I'm not patient. <laughs>
0: I'm not either, but per the next part of that verse, I am kind, so. (laughs) Not that either. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. So hopefully your parents went into raising you with the mindset that they wanted you to become a healthy, thriving, and totally independent adult. But sometimes realizing that you are that individual can take some getting used to. So make sure that you extend a little mercy. You know, you forgive them when they dishonor your boundaries. And also a little grace. You show them kindness when you can see that they are trying. It does no adult children any good to let their parents keep treating them like kids. No one can evolve that way. Anyone who tells you otherwise is hindering your growth. And remember, in the wise words of author Alice Walker, no one is your friend who demands your silence or denies your right to grow. Your parents are actually working against, not for you, if they demand to have a louder voice than you have about your world or deny you your right to grow by not feeling like they need to have a run or a say in all of your decisions. Um, so as always, the article will be in the show notes. I just felt like a lot of people needed that. <laughs> I was um in a particularly little funky mood when I picked that topic, but to be honest, my parents do a really good job at this actually um my when it comes to the parts that I talked about in this article because parents treating you like kids goes far beyond what this article covered um but mm-hmm. the number one step is to become independent because the author made a great point, and I'm gonna reiterate it. You can't holler, you grown, if your mom and dad are paying for everything, or anything. At a certain point in your life, you you can't you can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just facts. That's all I'm gonna say. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> And like you said, it's a process because tomorrow your parents are not going to be like, okay, cool, you're grown. Right. Let me stop. So it is a process. Like they said, give them grace. But also be able to speak up for yourself. Right. And it doesn't always have to be in a super combative way. At least start off being nice. And then when they keep trying you, you can ramp up on the time. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> on the stuff. But uh, just, yeah, it's it's hard because your parents, their initial role was to raise you. And sometimes they just don't realize when right. to stop and when to just enjoy who you are as a right. person.
0: Right. And um, like, one thing that I want everyone to remember is that you don't have to you don't have to sink back into being a child when you're dealing with your parents. This is like any other mm-hmm. adult in my life. And I'm gonna respect you but you're gonna respect me as well and I I don't like listen I was raised by a strong black woman okay I'm not I'm not gonna talk back per se or anything like that but I will shut the conversation down and walk out because I would not allow you access to me if you do not respect me
1: and sometimes I have to like remind them I'm like you raised me to be a yes! smart woman. You raised me to, like, be a good judge of character. I got this. Yes! (laughs) Boy,
0: I have had to say that same phrase. Listen, I have been saying that phrase before I was grown. I've been saying that phrase since I was, like, in middle school. Like, you raised me to do the right thing. Now just give me a chance. (laughs) But exactly. I mean, sometimes you have to remind them. (laughs) Anywho, do you have anything else you want to add, Doyen?
1: No be blessed you guys it's not easy it's not, it's not a one-day process and your parents gonna see you wow. but it's, it's all right it's a
0: part of life and we're all gonna get that's right it. we're gonna get there <laughs> all right Doyen. so let's move on to our favorite part of the show the value and me All right, uh, you go, I go. It doesn't really matter. Mine is super quick. <laughs> Mine is also quick, but you can go ahead. Well, I'm buying drinks for us. Shots, 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 shots. <laughs> hey. I am so stopped up. I can hardly talk. <laughs> um, Yeah, buying drinks for us. This is our third birthday. Do it like it shall be day, Baby. Um, and I just want, I just want to say I'm so thankful and so blessed first and foremost for doing it. And also for all of you for being on this journey with us and sticking with us as we grow.
1: All righty. Well, very similarly, I was buying a drink for you because I'm so happy to be on this podcast and life
0: (laughs) journey. Um.
1: I'm not buying you a shot because you said your stomach hurt the other day. And so I think we're getting too old for shots. But, which, oh, so the other day I was doing a DoorDash order for alcohol and they're like, hard coffee. And so I text Becca and I was like, on a scale from one to four loco, how bad do you think this would be? She said three loco. So I left it alone.
0: Doyen knows that I am triggered (laughs) <laughs> y'all i've said it before on this show i had a brief issue with four loco <laughs> <Addicted. laughs> i mean it was only about a month long can you really call it an addiction it was just for a month <laughs> yeah
1: it was a bender
0: <laughs> y'all it was so bad like when i stopped drinking them i was like itching i was feeting. <laughs> It was bad. That <laughs> La- my podcast promise is—we're never going to. Thank you, I thank you. Although you know they've taken the good stuff out, so I doubt if it does it to me like that I anymore. But thank that. you. I don't want to have a, a taste memory. <laughs>
1: Now, Alice, I make oh God. no promises there.
0: Oh <laughs> I had to guzzle water the past couple of days to prepare myself for Doyen's shenanigans yeah. once again. <laughs> but I never know.
1: I ate a burger
0: before the podcast. <laughs> oh, I ate a piece of that blondie. Uh, I made blondie bars. I ate a piece of that bar and it was delish, but now I need some real food. All right. So, Doyen, tell yeah. people how they can talk to us. Okay, we are on the
1: Instagram is Poor Life Decision One Decision because we're changing them one at a time. Sometimes we gotta double back, like Lucy, mm. and you know, flip it back and reverse it. But it's okay, we can come back and we're good. Um, and that one. Uh, <laughs> we're also on the Twitter is PLD Pod. Chris is keeping it lit with the American Horror Story Woo! tweets. I like I said, I might look into the new show that i've immediately forgotten already
0: people like us <laughs> might that do it? that something yeah, like that
1: <laughs> i have it somewhere somewhere <laughs> but um yeah just you know you can talk to us on the twitter you can also email us at hello at poorlifedecision.com that's a great place to just go ahead and share like some poor life decisions things that you're working through yeah and you want to talk about funny enough on npr the other day they're like Nobody can sleep in this pandemic. And I'm like, good, it's not right. just me. It's time for another sleep right. episode. Right, right, I know, right?
0: <laughs> um, also, um, tell us your stories. Ahead. If you have, uh, you know, something you want us to share, let us know. You want to re- remain anonymous? Just, we'll give, girl, we'll give you a name. Don't worry about it.
1: Anonymous, why <laughs> must you remain? I don't even remember how that song goes. I just remember they had anonymous in the
0: word. Can I tell you enough? Check out that Etsy shop cute things there
1: is a um alexa buy me hold my pumpkin beer um koozie which is perfect for the season Joyen found
0: (laughs) a pumpkin beer that she doesn't
1: like i did not like it it was i got it from aldi's and it was a little bit like there's just a lot more spice and sugar in it you know
0: without these you gotta pick and choose because sometimes they stuff be a little off Yeah, Mm -hmm. I had a pizza from Aldi's the other day because I ordered groceries because I'm lazy like that and that pizza tastes like cardboard with some tomato paste (laughs) on it yeah it was bad
1: (laughs) I would tell you about how I've recently been enjoying Target pizzas but
0: I don't have have one one. (laughs) I mean there's one 45 minutes away so I mean I can and that's the one I go to but I don't have one that I can just run to right quick Doyen, on the other hand, lives in between two targets, so you know. Who can I run to? (laughs) (laughs) Some of us don't get that luxury. But anywho, (laughs) check out those, that Etsy shop. Y'all, this is the time now to start buying your little stocking stuffers. Like, this Mm -hmm. is the time now. Also, uh, Halloween candy is out. So, you know, you might want to buy a cute t-shirt to wear for the trick-or-treaters. I don't know. I don't know how you mm-hmm. live, but um
1: like a, a sicker treat shirt, maybe? Maybe. We don't know. I'm just
0: saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, you know, anywho. Um, yeah. I had something else to say and I forgot it, so it must not be important. But <laughs> as always, we wanna remind y'all to drink your water. Uh, do your skincare routine and you know, we're about to get oh my God. Tomorrow, wait—is it tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. The high is going to be seventy-three degrees. I'm wearing long sleeves. Ooh, chilly season! And I'm gonna wear a dark lip. I'm gonna wear a dark lip. Like (laughs) fall is here.
1: (laughs) I might turn my temperature down and put on some ugly. You never know. You never know. No, I'm really ready to make some chili though. I'm I'm telling y'all, but. As the days will soon get shorter, get you some vitamin D. It's really important. Get you some zinc and some vitamin C. That'll be really good for COVID
0: and colds and flu yes. and all yes. that stuff. So just get your immunity up and vitamin D also. I've been too. drinking that emergency packs and um, they have mm-hmm. the ones with vitamin C and zinc. Those are the ones I've been drinking. And they help. I mean, I know it doesn't sound like it right now, but these are allergies, so (laughs) a little bit different. Allergies. (laughs) But yes, um, be sure you guys do that. Um, I just knew you were going to mention, well, I mean, I guess that's where the vitamin D comes in. (laughs) But I just knew you were going to mention, everybody be aware, as the seasons change, our moods may change. We want to stay on top of that, take good care of ourselves, Mm -hmm. uh, make sure we're mentally sound. Make sure you're still wearing your sunscreen and do one good thing for yourself come on now I've (laughs) I've started taking midday baths on Saturdays and that is like my new thing and that's the one good thing I do for myself on Saturdays that's good anywho we love y'all we're so happy to be back we're so glad y'all back and yeah (laughs) Bye. bye we love you welcome to Jocelyn's Cabaret. Your every desire will be fulfilled. Your wish is my command. I'm here to please you, baby.